Welcome to the PT Coffee Cast, a podcast helping coffee-infused clinicians elevate their practice by realizing the tools they already possess. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the PT Coffee Cast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and alongside me today is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, doing good. My uh, forearms are a little sore. Yeah, dude. My uh, Your forearms, my, my finger. Dude, we're not cut out for this climbing life, I don't think. Yeah, we went climbing on uh, Wednesday with uh, some of the team. We are not uh, experienced climbers. To say the least. To say the least. And, uh, you know, it's harder than it looks. Yo, but you know what? We both went up the wall real high up there. We top rope for the first time. So, yo, we deserve, sure. some, we deserve some love on that for sure. Yeah, yeah we, we sent it. <laughs> we definitely sent it. We definitely That's sent it. That's what they it. say, right? Yeah, yeah. We brought the psych, bro. <laughs> yeah, we brought the psych. guys we're back with another episode before we dive into this one if you aren't following us on instagram make sure you head over there follow us at pt coffee cast um if you aren't subscribed to the podcast make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our new episodes we've been putting out some pretty good episodes bro i'm not gonna lie wow you think so i'm gonna gas ourselves up a little bit i think we've been putting out some good episodes i'm happy with the way that they've turned out and like the things we're chatting about fires me up yeah, it fires me up too. I, I love like all these topics that we talk about, you know, and I think uh, hopefully they resonate with uh, with people that are watching slash listening. Yeah, so subscribe, leave a review, share it with a friend. And lastly, if you want some of our free resources that we have, you can um, take a look at those in the link on our Instagram as well as in the show notes. We have our three whys ebook, so helping you kind of find your client's why. And then we have our sales tip um, PDF that we put out. Uh, all available for you for free. Yeah, and please like share those with a friend or a colleague that you know might benefit uh, both the podcast and and the free resources. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna take a look at our trusty whiteboard. I'm glad we go with the whiteboard now because it helps my brain know where to go with the, the like conversation. You're like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, you know, it's like. <laughs> Are they supposed to know that we've got this whiteboard or like, we have I the, guess they do now. We have a whiteboard <laughs> on the whiteboard. The topic for today, when your client says, I don't think I'm getting better, which is definitely something we, uh, we get a lot. Um, and I think navigating this conversation is important. Um, and there's a lot of ways you can do this and we're going to kind of hit on a little bit of like, uh, a clinical scenario that you had with one of your clients and then um, kind of highlight just some of the, almost, I guess, some of the principles we use to uh, approach this conversation. Um, so maybe you lay it out, give them a little context around like the client scenario, and then we can dive into the key points. Sure. So I think um, the key point in this scenario is that usually when we're talking about this, it's like, later in the rehab process and typically that's when you're seeing your client a little less often right so in the particular scenario that um, i came across i just had a client um with with back pain and came in and basically that's what they said they said uh 
I don't I don't really feel like I'm getting completely better. Um, in this scenario, the the client had sought out some other imaging and stuff without kind of consulting with me about it. Um, and so that was sort of what we what we were dealing with. How long have you been seeing this client for? I want to say like three or four months. Right. And so you were on like what, like a biweekly kind of cadence with them or even longer? We had just started a month. Right. So it had been a bit since you since you saw this, this client. Totally. Right. And that makes sense. And the thing is too is, you know, we do, we do a good job of staying in communication still with these clients. Like even though we aren't seeing them for, on a month, uh, like for a month, like we use, you know, a platform in which we can communicate and, and message with them. So you have an idea of where they're at, but I feel like these are always times where people come, if they do have a little bit of an issue, um, they can come back with this kind of idea. Um, I'm always interested in like, how do you initially respond to like that? Cause I think that's always important and I'm trying to even think of how I would respond to it, but what's like your response when someone says that? Well, I think we have to, a little bit of a callback to some of our previous episodes. It's like, it's just coming back to that idea of like, whatever you do, don't just start providing solutions. Like, so that's what I don't do. I don't just immediately start providing solutions um, because you're not actually listening to the person and what's going on with them. So like the first thing I do is I try to just find out what, what, why they think what they're saying. Right. You know, so why... Why do they think that they're not getting better, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And just give give a chance to like just kind of pull some stuff out and uh, have a better idea of sort of what what issue I'm dealing with. Yeah, I think that's a great point. It, and it's hard. It's hard to resist that immediate like solution, providing the solution. Like as as clinicians, as people who want to help, like we immediately want to give them the fix, quote unquote, right? Um, but I think you you make a good point of like trying to understand, well, why do they feel like they're um, not getting better so that you can have an understanding of where their their head's at. And I think that's usually a great place to start in terms of I'll, I'll be like, oh, you know, totally understand you feel that way. That's definitely, you know, frustrating. I'm just curious, like why why do you feel like you're not making any progress? What makes you say that? And then like that opens up a good opportunity for them to like put some of those things out there. And, and in this case, what were some of the reasonings behind like why he felt he wasn't improving? Well, I think uh, the main reason was because he was actively in a little bit of a flare up. Yeah. So what I think was happening was conflating a bit of a down zone with not getting better yeah and then that was leading him to feeling like he didn't have the answer to his problem and that's probably what led to maybe some of the imaging stuff totally that's super classic um and yeah you're right it's a and i'm laughing because we wrote on the board i put in darkness (laughs) and it's true though it's like they they're in a dark it's usually when they're in a darker spot or they're in the middle of a flare-up and they feel like oh man i'm back here again and that's when you lose sight on all the progress that you have made. And it's almost like they're coming to you and you have to just be that like little speck of light. that's like, they're just like drawing them back out of the darkness to realize all the progress that they have made. Um, and I think that's what we do, but first identifying the why is important. And then I think that transitions into like 
the next phase, which is like, how do you make them realize like, this is just a small little flare. It is not a representation of all the improvement that you have made since you first came through the door. Um, so in this case, how did you go about helping them realize a lot of the improvement that they have made when they're in this dark spot? Well, I, I want to answer that question, but before before I do, I think it is important for us to understand where they're coming from too. Hmm. Like in this case, I didn't see them for a month. It's been like three or four months. It's really easy to like forget about the beginning. And that that's natural for us as uh, as humans. Yeah, you like know, it's, it's normal. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You you go with what's most frequent, right? That's like an instinct that, and I don't think we should like, uh, we should recognize that that happens and that's that that is normal, and so that's why it's our job to help them. Right. They're yeah. not like bad or it's not negative that that's happening. Like that's yeah, that's very normal. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. So then. Um, what I did in this circumstance was, you know, my, my goal is always to help them uh, come to the conclusion themselves, you know, because I think that's more more valuable versus me just telling, oh, yeah, you're getting better. Right. Right. You're actually getting better. It's like, that's, <laughs> it's like, that's not on, very helpful. Come on, bro. Like, you're getting better. You're like, okay. <laughs> like, it's not how I feel, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. But that, that happens, man. And that, that is kind of frustrating as, like, a client or someone in that position. And I think, you know, I've been there before in different circumstances and it's like, yeah, but I don't feel that way. <laughs> so don't tell me that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I present it as like, Hey, let's, let's explore this together a bit more, you know? And usually they're like, yeah, let's do it. Right. Let's explore. Wouldn't you? I would explore with you. <laughs> so what, uh, what we did was, um, we've got our, our wonderful whiteboards as you know, and, uh, I like to utilize that. I like to make the whiteboard my friend. Mm. Uh, so I went up, um, and I basically made two graphs, right? Not to scale, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I just was like, Hey, let's just put you, you know, this is pain on the Y axis, uh, axis. And this is, um, time, uh, on the, on the x-axis when we started where do you think your pain was you know and he and i just said just generally you know and he put it pretty high and i was like where now where do you think you know a few months later your pain is now and he drew it significantly lower right and then i did the same thing with function mm. right and so then he's looking at it and i'm like I didn't even say anything. Just like, oh, like it has improved. So with regards to the function graph, what did he do? Function graph, he just put it much higher. Right, like his function yeah. was lower at the start, I'm assuming, exactly. and it's higher higher now. So then he got to actually think about, oh, what was going on at the beginning? You know, oh, yeah, I couldn't even really like extend my back at all. Like it was that bad. I could mm -hmm. barely throw pitches. Mm -hmm. uh, baseball player and and then now it only happens after like a certain amount of pitches that's way higher it lasts for way less long so just like it was an opportunity for him to see what change has actually occurred mm -hmm. what was his like response to that do you remember um basically just like i think it was like 
oh, like I think it was more re- reassuring because they're like, I'm like, hey, like, yeah. And then I help them see that, hey, yeah, you're down relative to the last couple of weeks. Right. But you're up overall. Right. In terms of like where his function is right now. Exactly. Yeah. And then that leads to the ability to explore what things maybe led to the little flare up, right? And like uh, what things are going to help, you know, get out of that, right? Yeah. I think it does a good job of opening that conversation of like why he's having the flare that he is now. And it can help him connect the dots like, oh, yeah. And I don't know the situation, but oh yeah, like last week I had a hard week of practice where I threw a lot more, I had a game and then whatever, I did this. And now you're like, oh, okay, that makes a little bit more sense as to why I'm I'm flared up, right? And they can almost wrap their heads around it. And I think it also helps him see like, oh, I'm having a flare and I'm painful, but my function is still way higher than what it was before. And my function was way up here at one point. So I can definitely get my function back there as long as we can manage this this pain, I think. And that, that really helps, I, I feel like, them see a full picture of of what's what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we did. We kind of, like, future-framed, like, based on this trend. Like, where do you think you'd be in two months mm. if we just kept at it? You asked him that? Yeah. What was he, What did he say? He was like, probably what, even higher. Yeah. Yeah. Like, his function's going to go yeah, up even higher. Yeah, and, and pain probably much lower. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it was just, like, good to see that. And then... Um, the other thing, you know, in this situation was like the imaging stuff, uh, you know, wanting to like know the answer. And I was like, well, like we must be doing something right. Right. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, like, what have we been doing? And I just got him to come up with as many things. And, you know, it's kind of surprising to hear the answer sometimes, but you know, it's like, oh, trying to build the threshold up trying to and this is what he was reporting yeah, to you which is hype exactly like basically talking about load management you know mm-hmm. um and and taking the words right out of my mouth you yeah know, yeah out of my brain and uh and and then i think coming to the realization that like he has solutions right he's he he just solutions. not there yet yeah but like he's having solutions that are taking him there um, you know, but I, I think like the other thing is like, I, I did kind of encourage him not to worry too much about pursuing imaging, but sometimes I feel like that's also a tough tree to bark up. And I try not to, if they choose to take what I said and not pursue it, great. If they don't, I, I don't feel like, uh, I'm going to change that much by telling them not to, no, you know, no. Yeah, and it just it's just our job to know how to navigate those mm-hmm. conversations when they wait they come up, and it's so much easier to navigate those conversations when you've spent the last two, three months like working on educating them around tolerance lines and how they're going to respond, and they've seen improvement. It's like it makes those conversations a lot easier, which is like the groundwork I think we have to put in as yeah. as educators, right? Um, I think the other thing about approaching it in that way is like, maybe they haven't improved. Right. Like maybe there is something, you know, that's not being done. You know what I mean? So I think you also have to leave the door open for that. Mm -hmm. So if he's like, Hey, like I'm going to be real um, at the same point. Yeah. He draws the graph and it's like the same. Then I can't just be like, (laughs) well then let's just continue. Yeah. You're right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure. One thing I want to highlight before we uh, kind of move on and wrap up is 
um, the way that you did it, I think there is um, a way that you can set things up to make them more digestible and more impactful for the client. And I think by you, and it's small things that you intentionally do that maybe you wouldn't have done before, I didn't realize, but like even just you giving him the control of the marker to write on the board, to put things on the board, um, is, is powerful. Like that's him taking the control of that and writing those things, having him highlight, you know, some of those things that they've, that's done, that he's done, that's led him to improve, right? He's telling you these things or writing them down. You're not telling him or writing them down for him. And that puts a lot more of the control on him, which makes it more impactful, I think. And I think that's intentionally done by you. And it's something that as clinicians and part of the reason why we've started to transition the podcast the way we have is like, those are the little things that you can immediately implement into your sessions that will be very impactful in outcomes for your clients um, that you have the skills to do that. You don't have to add any more skills to that. You just have to be strategic with how you're implementing these strategies um, and they will impact, improve the impact of how you deliver things. And it starts from the principle of like help your clients arrive at their conclusions. You know, like that's, you can do that in a bunch of ways. Like it doesn't have to be getting the right on a whiteboard on a on a chart, right? But like, there's that's the idea. Is like if you just know, okay, I want to help them arrive at a conclusion, mm -hmm. at their own conclusion. Um, then that's, you know, as long as you start there, right? Then you can you can kind of implement it in your own way and get creative and based on your own style how you how you like to communicate what you communicate most effectively like maybe your relationship with the person right those are all factors like it doesn't have to be the whiteboard all the time right and you know ways that i like to do it a lot is just like questioning having them reflect like um on the situation just based off like questions that i will ask them probably because i do a podcast and I question you all the time. So I feel really good about just like asking questions. <laughs> um, and yeah, and there might not even be people that like the questioning. Like you might have to tell them what you think and have them see if they agree with it or not. You yeah. know, like if they're like kind of like a, a closed off type person, like right. so there's lots of ways to. Yeah. Another way I just give some, another example is like, you might just have to show them. Like you mm -hmm. might actually have to take them out into the space and like if it's around some type of movement or fear of movement or them not understanding why you're loading a tendon this way versus that way, like you may have to actually go out and like give them examples and show them the, show them the difference, right? That's the totally. same. It's the same thing, just a different approach. Hundo P. Hundo P. Um, I think that's good. I think that's everything. I, at, at the end of that, at the end of that whole thing with your client, like, how did he feel leaving? What was like maybe the next kind of like step with, with him just so people can understand how you maybe wrapped it up and moved on? Well, I think, you know, I can't speak for how he felt because I don't really know. Um, but we didn't change anything. We just kept going with what we were doing. It's more about just trusting that the process is on board. Right. So, so we just went into what we were going to go into. Right. And the rest and it, of that session and it wasn't was nearly as bad as maybe expected, you know. Right. Have you have you connected with him? Like, have you seen him since this situation? Mm. No, he's still kind of. Yeah. Cool. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, I'd be interested to hear how he's doing. Me too. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure he's crushing, bro. I think so. Um, sweet. We'll wrap up there. Um, just to summarize, so like the three kind of things that we do with the situation is, you know, first off, we try not to give solutions right away. We're trying to find out the clients why. Like, why are they thinking this? Why do they feel like they're not getting better? Um, then we try to have them realize um, how much they've improved and have them come to the conclusion of where they were when they started to where they are now. And you can implement that in many different ways. Will use the whiteboard strategy where he had the client actually take the marker and go on the whiteboard and do it themselves. You know, I talked about, you know, questioning and like leading them to reflecting. You can also do an example where you, you have them go out into the space and you show them with exercise and movement. Um, and then I think like have them anticipate our future frame. Like, Hey, if we continue on this trajectory, like based off what we have done and the improvements that we've seen, like what is going to happen or how do you feel like, um, this is going to to go and that could be like I feel really good we're gonna crush or it could bring up like I don't feel confident that we're gonna get better and this that just opens up more of a conversation so I think like anticipating and future framing with your client is is the last kind of thing you you want to do um, with them in that scenario so that's a summary guys thanks so much for tuning in if you aren't following us on Instagram make sure you head over there follow us at PT Coffee Cast if you aren't subscribed to the show make sure you subscribe on your podcast platform that way you don't miss out on any of our episodes and then if you want our free downloadable content you can get that in our show notes or on the Instagram link we have the clients why ebook um, find your clients why and then we also have our sales um, PDF to help improve client outcomes that you guys can get for free Lastly, make sure you guys stay caffeinated. Peace.